You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Well, good morning to everybody and welcome on this lovely Sunday morning here on Pet Life Radio. And you are with Dr. Jeff Werber at our new time slot for Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff. We are going to be here every Sunday morning. That's going to be 9 o'clock out in the West by me. And that takes us to noon uh, for those of you back in the East. And of course, anywhere in the center, you can figure it out yourselves. But we are here every Sunday morning. Now, since it's a new time slot, don't know how many of you had a chance to listen to us. We've been typically on on Thursday afternoons. So a little bit about myself. Again, my name is Dr. Jeff Werber. I am a practicing veterinarian. I've been doing it for, this is my, oh my God, 30 years. That's frightening. I uh, went to University of California at Davis. Happily to say at that time, when I was there 30 plus years ago, uh, it was number one. Now we are number two to Cornell, but we're still pretty happy. We're always in that top five. And um, believe it or not, I still love practicing now 30 years later, just as much as I did on day one, which is a lot of, a lot of fun. And I sort of got into the media world of veterinary medicine, oh, totally accidentally, uh, got back in 1986, a bit disenchanted with the poor amount of information that was out there publicly for you, the pet parent, and the veterinary community doing a really lousy job educating. I mean, oh, come on. When was the last time you would see a commercial on TV back 35 years ago talking about vaccines or talking about, you know, stopping pet pregnancies or, or pet cancer? No, you would see commercials, you know, for smoking and breast self-examination and, and prostate exams for people, but nothing for pets. So I decided I was going to see what I can do. And I went to our parent association, the American Veterinary Medical Association, and said, you know, it would be great to have what we call PSAs. PSAs are public service announcements just on behalf of the industry, educating the masses. I mean, how many times did I have to have a client coming in with that six-month-old, not eight-week-old, six-month-old puppy say, okay, here, Doc, we're here today, Doc, to start vaccines. And I'm thinking to myself, start vaccines? Do you know how lucky you are that your dog is not dead from parvo or dead from distemper? And they're starting vaccines six months, and whose fault is it? It was our fault, the veterinary community's fault. So I got the condescending pat on the shoulder. Sure, son, we've got to have, well, we're taking care of this. So I waited and waited some more and waited some more and nothing was going on. So I started to write a video. God, this is, you know, think back. This is 1980 something. This is the time the videos were just hot. And I decided to write a video on just basic dog care. And I realized from doing a little homework that the number one selling books at the pet stores were these books that was called by TFH Publications. Uh, that's who made Nylabone back then. And it was a, oh, your Cocker Spaniel, your German Shepherd, your Golden Retriever, your Labrador Retriever. I said, you know what? I will make my video and I will customize it for like the top 10 selling breeds. And we'll see how it does. So I write this video having no clue what's going to happen to it, how I'm going to market it. And wouldn't you know it, this guy comes in my office with a, a last name that I recognize. Turns out I knew his dad growing up. And uh, 
I asked, oh my God, what's your dad up to? And he said, oh, we produce, ready for this, educational videos for schools and libraries. I said, well, what, do I have a video for you? I gave him the script. They said they were going to do it. And the rest is history. That got me, uh, landed me on a, a show called Our Magazine way back in 86. I became their pet expert. From there, I went to the home show on ABC for five years. Uh, Mike and Maddie on ABC after that. I started doing CBS early. So I actually have an Emmy from CBS News. And of late, I've been working with Dr. Oz. I've been on Rachel Ray a number of times and mostly news becoming what we call a pet health reporter. But I've never stopped practicing because my true love is practice. And I realized that there are so many times that clients, pet parents, pet owners would love to ask questions. And you call your vet, you get them on the line, maybe, usually not. They make you come in for an appointment. A lot of these questions are really basic, but important that you know. And when I did a local radio show here in Los Angeles on KBC, I was getting more phone calls in an hour than some guy who was on the radio for 25 years at KBC was getting in two hours. And that's when I realized. So Mark Winter from Pet Life Radio and I joined up. We met at a trade show a couple of years ago. And here we are today for you on Pet Life Radio, the top pet radio station. It's on the internet. It's an iHeart radio station. And you can reach us in many ways. You can send me a quick little question to Dr. Jeff. That's Dr. Jeff at PetLifeRadio.com. You can call us and it's an easy number. It's free, 877-385-8882. And we will be happy to entertain your questions. Uh, we are here sponsored by ProSense Pet Products by Kong Toys. As a matter of fact, if you call in a question or email me a question to Dr. Jeff at Pet Life Radio. Uh, you can join the conversation here directly. Just go online and click on join in the conversation. But we will send you out a ProSense product and or a Kong toy for your pet. So you can't lose free information, a, a gift just for calling in and being part of the Pet Life Radio family. We'd love to hear from you. And also, I want to thank my big corporate sponsors like Walmart and Target, who carry my full line of ProSense pet products. And these are products for you. They are reasonably priced, veterinary quality, our endorsement, whether it's a nutritional product, we have the, the seal of a board-certified nutritionist, whether it's a dermatologic, we have board-certified dermatologists. We really want to bring you the best we can bring you, but at prices that hopefully you can afford. So anyway, last week when we ended the show, we got a call from Diane, who sadly had lost her dog to sarcoma. And it's a very tough cancer. And it was in the leg. And it was in a leg that that dog had had surgery before to repair a ligament. And the question was, can irritation, can trauma predispose a dog or, or anybody to cancer? And the answer is absolutely yes, it can. And the reason is that during the irritative phase, whether it's a foreign object in the joint from the suture material, whether it's a plate with screws where we get what's called cycling, over time, this continued irritation, this continued trauma within can actually, assuming the gene is there, and we talked about that last week, that you have to have that gene present in order to stimulate it, but chronic irritation definitely can stimulate the gene if it's present. Now, if the gene's not there, then it can. Let's go back to the classic example, which is, uh, you can relate, I'm sure all of us have known someone who had lung cancer. And how often do we hear stories of people with lung cancer that never smoked a cigarette in their lives, however, gets lung cancer? Well, that's because they had that gene present and was probably turned on, stimulated by secondhand smoke. 
However, conversely, contrast that to the person who smoked packs a day for their whole life and they're living into their 90s and never got it. And that's because they just didn't have that gene. So truly, the basics that we still believe of cancer, two things. Number one, genetics. And number two, the body's own immune system. And I have, you know, when you hear stories of cancer treatments that are a bit on the edge, maybe a little bit more naturopathic, homeopathic, and I've had a number of successes in practice with bone cancer. Bone cancer is a killer. Bone cancer, basically, we will tell someone is 100% fatal. However, I've had a few cases where giving a whole recipe of naturopathic megadose vitamins, et cetera, actually cured two cases. I've done it dozens of times, but two actually worked. And when I was talking to one of my mentors, one of my colleagues, who uh, after getting her uh, double certification in internal medicine and oncology from UC Davis, she went on to get a PhD in comparative oncology from Stanford. And she basically told me when I shared with her my success of these two cases that nothing surprises her anymore. She said one of the things she took away most from her PhD is how little we really know about cancer. But she said more likely than not, it wasn't that, that my treatment actually killed the cancer. What my treatment did was somehow stimulate the immune system of these dogs and their immune system beat the cancer. So just as the breakdown of the immune system can help predispose to cancer by boosting that immune system, we actually might be able to help. Now, one other thing that Diane asked me about in her phone call, and we didn't have a chance, I wasn't really that familiar with it, is something called prolotherapy. Now, prolotherapy, I think Diane was under the conception, and when her friend's dog had, had it done with a similar cancer, prolotherapy means injecting some sort of inert substance into the body to create some, first some irritation, then the body comes in to battle this irritation, and in that battling will help heal whatever the problem was. It's usually used for orthopedics. It's for back. It's for joints. And so what I realized is that doing some homework and talking to a number of doctors, it is questionable. It's not accepted by all. Uh, it goes back to originally the 30s and 40s. And actually, even before that, in Roman times, they used to use hot needles injected into the joints of gladiators to help stimulate healing and get them back into the fighting arenas. And this is probably the same concept. Let's create some more irritation, get the body to come in. And we do this sometimes, for example, treating certain ulcers, refractory corneal ulcers. These are erosions of the eyeball. We will actually irritate the eyeball, do something called keratotomy, either a punctate keratotomy or a linear keratotomy, where we actually create more damage to stimulate more healing, faster healing. So the concept is not foreign. But what the prolotherapy in the case we discussed last week was not to beat the cancer. It was to help strengthen the joint from the cancer. Sadly, it didn't work, and, and it's not going to work because it's not going to beat the cancer. But for other reasons, it may not be a bad thing to try. Usually, the recommendation from the medical side is in conjunction with other treatments. It might help. Don't rely on it just by itself. I think you'll be disappointed. One of the things I wanted to talk about, and we're going to uh, take a very, very short break because it's that time, and because of some technical difficulties this morning, we did start a little bit later than we like to. So um, we're going to talk about cars and summer heat when we come back in just about a minute. We'll be right back. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. It's dinner time oh. in America. 
where more pet parents trust PetSmart for natural and expert recommended foods than any place else. And now, we've added more than 100 new varieties to our already wide selection of your favorite brands, like Simply Nourish, Authority, Wellness, Science Diet, and more. Do what's best for your pet. At PetSmart, happiness in store. Go to PetSmartDeal.com to find out this week's coupon code and save up to 30% on food, treats, toys, and more. And get free shipping on orders of $49. Go to PetSmartDeal.com. P-E-T-S-M-A-R-T-D-E-A-L.com. I'm home. My hair looks cute. Now what? Bring home a puppy or new dog is exciting, and he's depending on you to keep him in good health. Dogs need special care to keep them healthy as they grow throughout their entire life. Caring for their health is critical in all stages. With ProSense, it's simple and convenient to give your dog the care it needs with effective and quality products that treat, prevent, and provide essential daily vitamins and minerals. ProSense products are veterinary formulated and recommended to ensure the very best for your pet. Try ProSense today. Your dog will thank you for it. Pets love life. Love them back with ProSense. Hi, I'm Dr. Robin Gansert, President and CEO of American Humane Association, the country's first national humane organization, here to tell you about our new show, Be Humane, on Pet Life Radio. Each week, we'll be bringing you the latest news and issues affecting our animal friends, and we'll also be bringing you interviews with Hollywood's biggest animal advocates, here to share tales about their pets and what they're doing to promote a more humane world. Our own highly experienced staff and friends the organization will also join us each week to share what they're up to in the animal world. I hope you'll stop by. Until then, let's always remember to be humane. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on PetLife Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. And welcome back to Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff. You're here with Dr. Jeff Werber here on Pet Life Radio. And after the quick break, I wanted to uh, uh, talk a little bit about something I see often. Um, and that is, look, it's, the weather's getting nicer all over the place. And I think that's great because we're going to spend a little bit more time with our dogs outdoors. And this time outdoors is critical. And in, we've talked before in the past about the do's and don'ts of when to exercise. Clearly, we do not want to do it in the middle of the day. It's got to be early in the morning, late into the evening. Certain areas where there's a high humidity, it can still be in the high 70s, low 80s late in the evening. So again, you need to put a, use a little common sense. But how about the car? And there are a few things that we need to talk about when you take, you're going to take your dogs into the car. And again, I am a big advocate. I think it's great. You have to drive to that great place where you can have a leash-free run at, at a dog park, at the beach, wherever it is. I love it and I encourage it. However, there are some precautions that we need to take. First of all, dogs in a car need to be in some sort of restraint harness. There are a number of good ones out there. Harnesses that click right into your automobile seatbelts. You do not want your dog, for many reasons, your safety and, of course, their safety first, firstly, and that is just freely running around the car. All it takes is one swerve, one sharp slam on the brakes, 
and uh, your poor guy is not going to be able to restrain or handle that quick jerk forward and he or she is heading right for the dashboard, the windshield, if they're in the back seat, the back of the front seat, whatever it's going to be, and most likely there will be potential injury. So you need to have them in a seatbelt harness. And as I said, there's some great ones out there. Most pet stores, if not all pet stores, have something. You can go online and order something that will click on your dog, and then you latch it into the regular seatbelt, and they'll be somewhat restrained. The other issue is especially with little dogs, a lot of times they like to jump off the seat and they think it's so cool to hang around your feet by the gas pedal, by the brake pedal while you're driving. And this too clearly can pose a danger because you may not want to slam on that brake when little, your little guy is sitting right there on the floor. So, And also that you don't want them on your laps. So there are so many reasons why they need to be either in a harness or if they're small enough in a carrier. And you should get any kind of good airline-approved carrier is fine. And again, you can take the seatbelt, put it through the handle of the carrier, and that way there will be some more stabilization of the carrier in the car. Next up, even though they're in a harness, which is great, what about the head hanging out the window? Now, yes, it is adorable. And when I drive up and the window's open, I see a dog, I want to pet it, I want to say hello and talk to the dog, but that's just me. But what I'm concerned about is that there is something that we see called exposure keratitis. For some reason, dogs' corneas to little dust particles, to wind, even to eyelashes. How many times have you pulled something out of your seen an eyelash or something in your dog's eye, you take it out, and they don't seem to be bothered at all? And I think it's just by nature of, you know, because they're dogs, because it's sort of been um, an evolutionary thing where they don't have the same hypersensitivity to getting that eyelash or a dust particle in the eye. But the damage is still there and potentially is created by the dust. So when that your head, the dog's head is hanging out of a window of a car going 50 miles an hour, trust me, we are going to see some changes. First thing is the wind hitting against the eyeball is going to dry the eyeball. The last two layers of the seven-layer cornea are actually tear film layers, and those are probably the most protective of all the layers. Well, when those tear film layers are gone because they're dried out because the wind hitting those eyeballs at 50 miles an hour, now they don't have the protection. So we can often see dogs with what we call exposure keratitis, an inflammation of the corneas secondary to just the dust particles, wind, etc., hitting the eyeball at high speed. So I would just caution you. The other thing, of course, is the jowls and the slobber, and you get a St. Bernard with his head out the window, and you're not going to be able to see out of your back window anymore. So, um, you know, your backside, that passenger side window in the back, because there's going to be slobber all over it. So... Anyway, just keep those things in mind. And lastly, as I'm going to leave you with this, and this is probably the most important advice I'm going to give you with today's session, and that is don't kid yourselves when even thinking that you're going to leave your dog in a parked car with the window crack in the shade during the day. It is unacceptable. We did, for when I was doing the home show, I mentioned earlier in the show that I was the resident veterinarian for ABC's home show for many years, and we did a time-lapse test by putting a thermometer in a car during the summer on a summer day parked in the shade with the windows cracked. It took 14 minutes to get above 114 degrees Fahrenheit. So can you imagine if there were a dog in there breathing and panting? Remember, if you put your hand in front of a panting dog, what's coming out of that mouth is very, very warm. So that creates the car already 
like a sweat box into much more of one. And they can literally overheat. I heard a story very recently where three dogs were left in a car for 10 minutes, 10 minutes, while the owner ran into the bank, parked in the shade with the windows cracked, the dogs were gone. So it is nothing to joke about. Don't ever think for a second, oh, that will not happen to me. Trust me, it can happen to you as well. My advice is clearly take them out with you. Do not leave them in the car. The window's cracked, not cracked. It's not going to make a difference. You must be very, very careful when it comes to dogs in parked cars at any time during the summer, parked anywhere, even in an indoor parking garage. Because when it's hot, it's hot. Anyway, thanks for joining me. If you want to ask a question and get a free product, why don't you send me a quick email to drjeff at petliferadio.com. If there is a topic that you'd like to discuss or hear me talk about, uh, and you want to send in a suggestion once again, drjeff at petliferadio.com. And again, that phone number to reach us anytime or to join us in conversation. If you want to join us, just log on to petliferadio.com and just click on Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff or write this number down, 877-385-8882. And we'll be here next week to join you here on Pet Life Radio. And have a great week and a safe week. And uh, give your dogs and cats a big hug and a kiss for me. I'm Dr. Jeff Werber. We'll be here next week. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.